Welcome to the Kenyan podcast, the real voice of Kenya's digital generation worldwide. I do hope that you're doing fantastic and you are excited to be with us on yet another great episode where we get to delve into different issues ranging from arts, entertainment, sports, politics, business and everything else in between. We do hope that you are keeping it uh, interactive with us still on our social media platforms. Remember, we are on Twitter at Kenyan Podcast. That is actually like our second home apart from Spotify. I would rather say that Twitter is like our second home. So follow us on Spotify. Uh, and you can also uh, link up with us on other social media platforms such as Facebook, Kenyan Podcast. We are also on Instagram, on Threads, and also on LinkedIn. Wherever your favorite uh, podcasting platform, you can also find us there. Uh, and of course, uh, recently we came, uh, we know, we ran into the sad news that our uh, Google Podcast is going away. And uh, Google is actually discontinuing uh, the Google Podcast uh, platform. And therefore, I would urge you to really just uh, maybe switch over to Spotify or maybe you can find us on other platforms as well, like Pocketcast and Overcast. We are also there. But uh, for those who have been listening to us from Google Podcast, we truly want to thank you for the fact that you have come with us. But right now, it seems like uh, it's going to be an end uh, for that particular part. But nonetheless, we do appreciate the love and support on whatsoever streaming platform you like to listen to the Kenyan podcast on. This is the number one trending and topical issues podcast in the 254. Without a doubt, uh, we are always here to keep you posted, you know, keep you abreast with whatever is happening with our beautiful country or with our beautiful Kenyan people right here in the 254 and even in the diaspora. And talking about matters diaspora and not talking about matters foreign affairs, we do have uh, the recent uh, concluded, I would just say recently concluded cabinet reshuffle. And uh, one of the people that was actually affected with this reshuffle is the foreign affairs, foreign and diaspora affairs minister, the former foreign affairs and diaspora affairs minister. Uh, we are talking about Dr. Alfred Mutua, you know, who was moved from that particular docket to the tourism uh, docket, you know. And uh, of course, uh, for people that might have had speculations earlier on about this particular reshuffle, uh, they all mixed feelings about what people do think about uh, the recent reshuffle of the cabinet by the president, His Excellency uh, William Ruto. You know, for me, uh, the fundamental question is, does the reshuffle and assure Kenyans that there would be better service delivery than uh, when you did have Mutua, Alfred, or Dr. Alfred Mutua? Uh, in the foreign uh, diaspora affairs ministry, you know, now that he has been moved to tourism, is he now best fit for 
uh, service delivery under that particular ministry, you know. That is my question. We also did have uh, the likes of um, uh, the former trade CS, uh, Moses Kuria, Honorable Moses Kuria, uh, who was moved from that particular docket to the public service docket. And for me, I did get to see these uh, coming, you know, from uh, the big problems that... Uh, uh, he was having, he was having with the deputy president, he was having with the media, he was having with, you know, some other different uh, people from different um, circles. But then again, I think right now he might not be on the spotlight or in the limelight as much as he, you know, was. And uh, this reminds me of uh, when a captain, a team captain, or when a coach, you know, decides that uh, the arrangement for his game will be this particular way and not that particular way. You know, there are some substitutes in the game. And uh, when someone is not maybe performing at the best level and someone else would maybe step in and perform better in that particular docket, then I've seen this happen in sports. And uh, most of the time it works. Sometimes it doesn't. You know, sometimes it might mess with the flow uh, or the rhythm of uh, that particular game. But anyhow, I understand politics is also a game. But what is not a game is what is happening right now with the cost of living right here in the 254. You know, things have gone up. And uh, for a minute, the price of uh, cooking uh, gas or um, uh, cooking gas really uh, did come down. But then again, it's on an upward tra trajectory again. You know, at some point, it came down to a thousand shillings in most places. And then right now, it's going back with another 300 shillings on top to 1400 and uh, 1500 in some places. And uh, this is not a positive piece of news. You know, we do not want to be the bearers of bad news on the Kenyan podcast, but I assure you that things are not looking uh, pretty good. You know, you should fasten up your silk belts because uh, times we are not, you know, out of the danger zone yet. And I'm talking about the danger zone being these uh, high cost of, uh, you know, living and the inflation in our country. But a new report has come out uh, claiming that we have had a slight growth in the economy in as much as things are not looking any positive. We have had a slight increase uh, in uh, the growth in the economy, you know, but then again, the problem is, even when there is growth in the economy, Kenyans want to feel it. You know, they want to feel that particular kind of a growth and see the expansion of opportunities, uh, see maybe perhaps the decline in cost of commodities, and also see that there is a rationalization of our taxes, not just a crazy increase of taxes day by day. But anyhow, how do you feel about, you know, I would just like to know how you feel about these uh, cost of our living and also uh, the increase in the cost of our petroleum products uh because you know at the pump things are not looking any good but uh, nonetheless do you also believe that the economy has grown you know that are you feeling this growth in the economy uh, that is being uh, talked about even if it's not is a slight increase uh in the economy or growth in the economy are you feeling this particular growth in the economy this is a kenyan podcast uh, the number one trending in a tropical issues podcast in the 254 we are always delighted to have you tune in and uh, we do love it when you get to interact with us and let us know what's good, what's popping. Uh, we did recently have a celebration of the Utamaduni Day. And my question is, when it comes to October 10th, you know, formerly it was Moi Day, uh, which was uh, Christ and uh, Utamaduni Day, or Huduma Day. I do not know which one uh, comes first. Is it Huduma Day or is it Utamaduni Day? But, of course, we want to celebrate our cultural diversity as our Kenyan people. Uh, we have what is going on right now as uh, the Lake Turkana Festival or the Turkana Festival, Cultural Festival, uh, which is also a celebration of our culture. But when it comes to Utamaduni Day, you know, I don't think people really 
it seems like just like any other day when people can be allowed not to go to work and just have a time to kick it. I don't think there is anyone really out there celebrating culture in that particular big way. Or let me know how did you spend your Utamaduni day? You know, how would you how did you spend your Utamaduni day? And also I would just like to ask when it comes to matters culture, are people still proud of um, their cultural or their 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 mother tongues, you know, their vernacular. Because what I have seen recently is that uh, people are sort of uh, sort of not really much proud or they do not have much pride in their own local cultures. That is my thinking. But anyhow, let me know how you feel and how really you celebrate your Tamaduni Day. Uh, this is a very unique month which also has two uh, public holidays unlike other months. Like in February, I don't think we have public holidays in February, uh, uh, national holidays in February. But we do have also the upcoming Mashujade. Uh, for the Mashujade, it seems like we every other year since 1964, we are out here celebrating Mashujade. But we have not found a way of doing right by our Mashujas, you know. We still have a whole lot of people, you know, of the, the few remaining Mau Mau, um, the, the few remaining Mau Mau. And we also do have their descendants who are living in abject poverty. While every other year we spent millions preparing for these mashujade, you know, and uh, putting up uh, every other big feats or celebrations and uh, the action on uh, national TV and things like that. But then again, the people who did fight for independence, they remain unappreciated, you know, and unnoticed, unrecognized, you know. And uh, unless maybe like recently there was a death or the passing on, uh, of uh, the wife of uh, the field marshal Kimadi, uh, her her death, you know, brought around uh, brought about a big composition about what needs to be done for the heroes of our country, and uh, they do not just have to be heroes who have literally fought for freedom, but even heroes in other regard. So, for Mukami Kimadi, who was the wife of the uh, of uh, the, the deceased, um, a freedom fighter, uh, Kimathi you do find that there was an issue with how they are celebrated and how they are recognized and also how they are taken care of by the government. So for me, I would say there is a very, very big level of hypocrisy uh, when it comes to this particular day, the Mashujade, which is coming up in October 20th. If you do get to ask me, I will tell you for a fact that there is a whole lot of, 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 of hypocrisy with the government and even with the people, the communities at the local level because none of them get to recognize uh, these Mau Mau and these other heroes that fought for our independence. But we are out there on social media, on the TV, you know, talking about Mashujade, uh, but we are not doing right by them. I have heard so many times uh, these uh, elderly people being told to register into groups and something will be done for them, but nothing ever happens, you know. Some of them who did fight for independence did not even have pieces of land by their name, you know, to their name. And that is uh, quite unfortunate uh, if you come to think of it in that particular regard. It does not occur very, very well with the same, same uh, kind of a move where we do have, you know, big events being put up. I would rather we not have these big events, but something be done, you know, they are given, they are quote-unquote compensated, you know, and there is uh, some, uh, some care, you know, going into... Or being taken uh, upon uh, you know uh, upon them but nonetheless i do hope that you are doing well are you looking forward to these years of mashujade and also how did you celebrate your tamaduni day uh, people only talk about culture 
on uh, this one day of the year uh, and it's quite unfortunate but anyhow like i did say we also did we also do have that big celebration and festival going down into rukana the cradle of mankind if you don't know where people uh, did come from <laughs> then uh, you need to go and uh, find out uh, in uh, lake turkana around that particular lake turkana basin that is where we're having the big uh, festival uh, which is supposed to be uh, you know bringing in tourists from all parts of the world you know kenya does have a whole lot of things to be uh, to, to be enjoyed when it comes to matters tourism and the other day i was hearing about the new um cabinet secretary for tourism i was talking about honorable um alfred mutu we're talking about he wants new ideas and these ideas are the ideas to revive this particular sector and to get to the place where it was some years back kenya used to be like at the forefront you know as like one of the main tourist destinations on the continent but right now uh, things are not looking the same we have had a stiff competition from south africa we also have stiff competition from our countries like uh, tanzania who we share a border with and other different nations that have stepped up you know their efforts in terms of uh, making uh, their destinations more uh, appealing you know compared to kenya and uh, at the tenure under the tenure of uh, Najib balala who was the minister of tourism there was also a very very good improvement in that particular sector but then again things went haywire uh, when covid uh, came in and uh, things went crazy everything you know people would not be able to travel uh, public gatherings were forbidden and things like that and therefore there was a crash in that particular uh, sector and so many hotels and restaurants and uh, hospitality uh, establishments they shut down uh, but then again uh, right now after 20 in 2022 uh, we did see a gradual uh, weakening or a gradual recovery of the sector in 2023 we are still continuing to see the same in 2024 maybe that is when we can get back on our foot uh, fully again uh, when it comes to matters tourism right here in the 254 but yes uh, if you were to get a ticket you know to one favorite tourist destination in kenya where would that particular place be and why would you go there uh, assuming uh, we are given a ticket to one of your favorite destinations uh, in kenya uh, you know where we cater for your transport your uh, you know the logistics and accommodation and meals and you're just supposed to turn up you know with your personal effects how which particular place would you pick and uh, let us know why right here on the kenyan podcast we do hope that you are well and you are still excited to be with us on the show in case you would like to be a guest on this particular podcast please feel free to do so uh, you can always find us on email right to ask in podcast at gmail.com and i would absolutely love to hear from you let us know also where you're tuning from uh, we would absolutely love to know uh, where you get to uh, tune in from and uh, also, in case you haven't followed us on our social media platforms, please follow us on Twitter at Kenyan Podcast. We would love to hear from you. In case you would like to drop us an email, you can slide to the DM. And uh, we always do follow back. So therefore, you have an access to a DM on Instagram and also on Twitter as well. Uh, moving on swiftly, we do have uh, some other news to share with you. And I don't know how you feel about this particular piece of our news, but I would really uh, rather love to hear from you what is your opinion what is your opinion about the newly reported the new report uh, of uh, the visit of uh, prince charles you know to kenya and uh, also princess uh, camilla you know what do you feel about their visit uh, to kenya there is a planned visit this particular month uh, they will be visiting uh, different uh, places uh, one of them being uh, where the declaration of independence was made in kenya and among other different uh, places 
Uh, we have had uh, Queen Elizabeth, you know, being in Kenya. And Kenya is a Commonwealth country, you know, one of the countries that were under, uh, that were colonized by the British. You know, we do have other many countries. I think they're about so many countries, about 54 members of the Commonwealth. Recently, Rwanda joined the Commonwealth, and uh, they were not a colony of uh, the, 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 the British, but they joined under their, you know, on their own accord and under their own will. But how do you feel about this visit by uh, the prince and the princess, you know? Sorry, the king. He's now the king. It's King Charles. Sorry, he's not. He's a King Charles right now, not the Prince Charles. It's King Charles. Uh, but I would just love to know. You know, in some other places they have gone. And uh, one of the notable places they went to, uh, King Charles, by then he was still Prince Charles. He went to Jamaica. And uh, they had made a tour of the Caribbean. And what did happen with this particular tour is that uh, we did have uh, different uh, civil uh, groups going out there and uh, protesting their visit because they feel that they have not been uh, yeah they have not been any compensation you know for all the damage and all the loss during colonialism you know and uh, also from uh, king charles he did not make an apology you know he did not make a public apology uh, for colonialism you know and uh, a whole lot of other things went on during colonialism so many people were killed for example in kenya uh, these maumau so many of them were killed Many people lost their loved ones because of uh, colonialism. And this was an evil which they have not come out publicly and apologized for. You know, I have seen in some instances the likes of uh, Macron going out there and talking about the apologies uh, on uh, the, 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 the evils of the past, uh, like colonialism by the French. But uh, the British, <laughs> uh, they have not done that. They have no intention of doing the same uh, from uh, my perspective. And uh, I do believe that this is also a thing of our concern for Commonwealth countries because all these damage done by colonialism, you know, the effects can still be seen even today. Like I did say, the members of the Mau Mau, uh, they were displaced from their own homes and uh, they lost their property and other things like that, never to be recovered to be recovered again. But yes, this is a tour, as uh, is a national tour, state tour. Uh, they will be here on, uh, you know, state function. Uh, being uh, welcomed by the Excellency, the President William Ruto. And uh, for me, I do believe that uh, there should be, there should be reparations and compensation, you know, for all these evils. The Germans, they did have their own evil dealt on the people of Namibia, uh, the Nama, the, the, the Herero of uh, Namibia, the genocide of the Herero people in uh, Namibia. And uh, there was an amount I do believe there is no amount that you can quote that uh, they can be able to compensate a human life. There isn't. But at least there should be an effort to see that there is a reconstruction or a help in reconstructing the nation or uh, the damage that was done uh, by this whole issue of uh, colonialism. Apart from colonialism, we do have the evil of uh, slavery. And we have talked about uh, some of these things on uh, other different uh, platforms. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, what do you feel about this visit? Let me know uh, right here on the Kenyan podcast. Uh, the number one trending and topical issues podcast in the 254 and uh, even as we're getting closer to winding up <laughs> i want to get into a whole uh, issue a whole different issue on a lighter note and this is a whole issue of uh, called there's a uh, marriage and i would say not really marriage but uh, uh the, the whole ordeal with her she recently uh, came out on social media talking about the psychological and emotional damage she has suffered uh, because of her uh, being with uh, the spouse, uh, so-called uh, Omosh, uh, the nickname Omosh. And uh, she was saying that she discovered things about this particular man that she had not thought and all knew about before. And for me personally, my question was, 
how about you take your time, you know, in courtship and know your other, or know your spouse, know your other, know your better half. Because there is no you wake up one day and say, oh, I just discovered this and that about this particular person. And you did not even take your time to know them better. You know, sometimes people do put on masks and they, dis they can disguise themselves as different people only for them to marry you and happen to realize, oh, these are completely different person from whom I knew. But nonetheless, the thing is, the whole whole importance of a courtship is to get to know people. There is no need to rush into a marriage, you know, like you just left one and want to go into another one, another one. Akode has been, is known for, um, you know, for her weddings and uh, for her involvement with different men, uh, having uh, mothered uh, different uh, children from her uh, different fathers. And uh, I hold nothing against her for that. You know, that is a personal decision, is a personal opinion. Uh, but my question is, why not take time? You know, she hasn't learned her lesson, if you do get to ask me. And I think she is also an attention seeker in so many ways. I would feel for her and have sympathy, you know, be sympathetic or empathetic with her. Uh, but then again, the way she conducts her affairs, you know, she was talking about, I'm the only person who makes uh, Kenya news or, you know, who makes Kenya, uh, who trends very quick in Kenya. You know, I get all the attention very fast. But that is besides the point. You're looking about psychological damage and emotional damage that you have suffered from from your relationship with this so-called Omosh. Then at the same time, you're telling us you you seem to be quite happy on uh, social media uh, because you know you make you know you you garner attention very very fast and you trend very very fast. Uh, there is a whole lot of uh, questions uh, with that as well. Whether be it a real situation where she is suffering uh, emotionally psychologically. Or maybe from a standpoint of her trying to promote her, um, whatever she's trying to do, a media promotion for, for her business or for whatever other matter that she might be seeking this attention for. You know, it's uh, quite unfortunate uh, that uh, she is uh, in uh, this political predicament, either be it that she has caused it upon herself or maybe be it just that she is uh, quite unlucky with that. But nonetheless, this has been the Kenyan podcast, uh, the number one training and tropical issues podcast in the 254 uh, like I did ask you, let me know how you feel about that visit uh, of uh, the king and uh, the queen um, to Kenya. I would really, really love to hear from you and uh, know uh, what your thoughts are on about the same. I always keep on uh, confusing a uh, prince and a uh, king because uh, recently he was uh, just a prince. Right now he's king. But nonetheless, this has been a pleasure to be with you on uh, the Kenyan podcast. Uh, we truly, truly value and appreciate you, your, your, your support. In case you would like uh, to support uh, the Kenyan podcast, you can uh, feel free to do so. Uh, we'll be dropping uh, the tail number that you can use. Uh, remember, this is a Pomzi Hub production under Pomzi Studios. And uh, we appreciate your support at all levels. Uh, you can also use uh, tinypesa.com forward slash tinyhub. And uh, we would absolutely love to do more with your support right here on the Kenyan podcast. Till next time. A much peace and love for now. I want to say Kwaheri. It's me, your homeboy, Spike, sending out. Till next time. Kwanane, Kwaheri, Kwanana, Badai. Yeah. Namka, Maposkiano, Quinito, Kufunguani Landia, Copist, Imequa, two months to Kaniku, a late job, and he show, then you must be hammered by force. Gosh, like Mikuazi, Bila Post, Naskia phone call, Kumbeni, my boy, or more. Snap, the better Quanico, who gave Gosh, and I drink a million
Ah, Marwa nasikia wife ame ni call Hakuna maji, honey, what's going on? Pressure ziko on, kufanya brain is storm Na eka TV on, kwa na what's going on? Ni the same story, mayempi kushi kwa na thong Na flip channel, kwa na what's across the board Murder, crime, where's the love y'all? Na baki niko stress, na feel kao see y'all Check, check. Yo, come see a combos wanted, cool down, the underground, kwa streets to make thunder sound, cool at a storm, when the train se pause, na leo inanyesha stones to make wa uki play, Alejandro, kwa movie ya al Capone, ukiwa on, na Catalina, kutoa makata ati ulikona ombadina, na vina, nizani unazinena akili azina, nge kwa mjanja, unge tuliza, utafukari kwa undani, kila swali unaulizwa, na jione ya movie ya Hayamoto, na Ching Chong, I'm a bandit kwa episode ya John Cloud Ati unakamilisha matendo, wakilisha uzalendo All kwa jina ya kufadhilisha upendo Badilisha mwenendo ama wasi watakuwa na kuambia Tuu iza, ini message ya kukuambia Tuu liza, explosive car collision ya two measles